Good morning and welcome to the Fantasy Blink, a daily podcast where we talk all sports, fantasy, and real. I am Brian Baines. I am your host. It is Hump Day, Wednesday, October 4th, episode number 670. It's a rankings day, but first, let's talk a little Major League Baseball. You got four games out of the way uh, yesterday in these best of best of three series. These are going quick. Uh, could be over today. All of them. Uh, Rangers take out the Rays four to zero in front of a whopping nineteen thousand people in Tampa Bay. Uh, continues that fan base continues to be a joke. Uh, one of the the most the one of the winningest teams over the last several years and they cannot even get 20,000 into the stadium for a playoff game for an almost 100 win team uh get them out of there how about that i know they're gonna they're building a new stadium uh on the same site though and the argument down there is apparently it's the commute uh, because uh the stadium is in st pete and and not in tampa bay and the Fine residents of Tampa Bay don't want to drive. I don't know. I've never been there, so I don't know uh, how far or how messy the commute is from Tampa to St. Petersburg. But uh, what, whatever it is, it's it's keeping the fans away. Apparently, uh, I say we get them. Just move them to Portland, right? We'll support them there. No problem. Give Portland a team. We'll uh, we'll take care of that fan base thing. We'll we'll fill those seats every night, and for the playoffs, especially for a successful team like that, get them out of there. Not going to happen, I know. But they lose <clears throat> they lose four zero to the Rangers um, on the brink of elimination today. They play again today at noon uh, Pacific time. Twins three, Blue Jays one. The Minnesota Twins have done it. They have broken the eighteen game. Playoff losing streak. Wow. Hadn't won since 2004. And they are in there on the win sheet. And they can close that thing out today as well. Uh, Twins over the Jays 3-1. to one. Diamondbacks 6. Brewers 3. Uh, got, some, got some hitting. Roughed up uh, Corbin Burns there. Could, be, could spell trouble for the Brewers at home. Uh, that that one also can end today. Phillies four, Miami one. Zach Wheeler dealing yesterday for the Phils, and uh, they get the win four one. So all four of those series could be in the books after after today. I, do we? I don't know if we have. Uh, let me check the schedule. I didn't write this down. What was going on today? If it's just these four teams, or if we have. If there's somebody else in the mix, I can't imagine there is. But let's see. We've got uh, today. We got at at uh, 12:08 Pacific. We've got Rangers at the Rays, Avaldi versus Eflin, uh, and then at 1:38 p.m. Pacific, we've got Blue Jays at the Twins, Barrios versus Gray. Oh, oh, wow. Uh, hmm. D-backs didn't even throw Gallon yesterday. Uh, Gallon's going today. Yeesh, could be could spell trouble for the Brewers. Uh, D-backs at the Brewers, 4:08 Pacific. Uh, Gallon versus Peralta, and then the Marlins at the Phillies, 5:08 Pacific time. Garrett versus Nola. So yeah, just those four, just those eight teams. 
just those eight teams. And I guess – so the Braves – I guess there's two – must be two buys. I thought there was just one one buy in the first round uh, for the top team, but I guess it must be the top two teams. So Dodgers and Braves await, as do the Astros and the – don't tell me – and the Orioles, Astros and the Orioles. Uh, NFL trade going down today. This is interesting. Um the New England Patriots have agreed with a trade with the Los Angeles Chargers for cornerback J.C. Jackson. Uh, Jackson, who began his career with the Patriots, signed a five-year, $82.5 million contract with the Chargers last offseason. He was inactive in week three against the Minnesota Vikings. However, and although active for the Chargers' week four victory over the Raiders, he didn't play a snap. Uh, Jackson said last week he was confused by the benching. Uh, yeah. So Christian Gonzalez apparently suffered a shoulder injury in New England's loss last week, and so the Patriots making a move. Uh, I think this is just a, a salary dump for the Chargers. Obviously, something was something was up. Um, I don't know if it was performance related or if it, there was an attitude thing or what exactly was going on with Jackson. No, he was coming back from the you know pretty serious knee injury last year and you know obviously obviously the salary dump is what it's about however much was left on that 82 and a half million dollar contract but uh jc jackson is out of there and uh, apparently wasn't playing anyway so um pick swap i don't even know what that means obviously um you know yeah whether it's trading same round picks or whether it's you know a higher pick for a lower pick I, i'm not sure exactly it'll be interesting to see if jc jackson uh returns to his old form once he gets back to his old team but he is out of there and that is that's that so much for that experiment um thought that was going to be a great signing at the time and really didn't turn out to be much of anything so yeah so baseball today, uh, and then we've got uh, waivers waivers clearing in, in all the uh, dynasty leagues shortly, in less than an hour. And then uh, we had, you know, waivers cleared in the redraft league at, at whatever whatever time it happens. This, this is great, um, it, it, and it's very random, and, I, and I'm going to check it for you right now. I'm just going to uh, look at the uh, recent activity. There it is. Uh, I had to... <laughs> Uh, it's come to the point in this league where I had to, I had to pick up Johnny Smith uh, at tight end. That's how that's how bad it is. Got bye weeks coming, and um, yeah, had to do the kicker swap too. So let's see, one, no, twelve, twelve fifty nine a.m. is when the waivers cleared in this one. Very random. Uh, People that were claimed, guys that were claimed, Jaleel McLaughlin, no surprise. Tyler Boyd was claimed. Michael Wilson was added. Commander's defense was added. That's a weird, man. You know, that's a strange ad. Why you would move waiver waiver priority for uh for a defense, but you know, that's that's the way it goes. And yep, and then then kickers, just kickers and defenses and all kinds of good stuff so yep that's your waivers so far uh, more to clear and then the guillotines of course will will uh 
open up the day and clear out tomorrow, uh, 8 o'clock a.m. Pacific time for the Insanitine and 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock Pacific time for the Basketful of Heads guillotine. Um, so some of the guys uh, available in the Heads, the Basketful of Heads, Mahomes, James Conner, Brees Hall, D.K. Metcalf, Debo Samuel, Jordan Addison, Kyler Murray. You can see why this team didn't make it, <clears throat> right? Mahomes had a down week in the in the barely wing win. James Conner didn't do as much as he had been doing. Brees Hall did next to nothing. D.K. Metcalf got you a touchdown, but he has made his way to Clintus Maximus's trade block. He's trying to move him uh, in KFL. Debo Samuel uh, basically goosed you. He got a, he got no targets, but had a couple rushes. Jordan Addison goosed you, and of course Kyler Murray's still on the um, on the IL in the Insanitine. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. You can see again. You can see why this why this happened. Amon Ross, St. Brown, Chuba Hubbard. Uh, looks like DJ Chark, Elijah Moore, Ramondre Stevenson, uh, Hawkinson, Tank Dell, Trevor Lawrence. So a few guys available there. I, I don't know that there's going to be a lot of money flying around in either of these leagues to uh, to rush to pick these guys up, but. We shall see. We shall see. Uh, word came in yesterday. Uh, Tang is hard at work on the on the early season preseason rankings for the MSD Hockey League. We will have those for you. My plan is to to unveil those on Tuesday. I'm going to do that on Tuesday. That's the day that hockey kicks off. A uh, good way to uh, start the season. And and there's too much football to cover on Monday. It'd be a, it'd be an hour and a half show. To uh, go through all that stuff, and I I don't want to do that to anyone, uh, let alone my seven faithful listeners. I don't want to I don't want to torture you with all of that. So we'll uh, we'll hit it on Tuesday. We'll hit it hard. So we'll just have the Monday night recap, and then it will be all hockey, all show after that. Can't wait for it. Can't wait. My I my my binder was sitting out. My binder. My uh my notebook was sitting out on the uh, on the counter last night, as we were rolling around, getting ready to uh, get to to water polo, and my wife walked by and saw in in big bold letters uh, and underlined I had written down uh, one week until hockey starts. And <laughs> she just she just rolled her eyes, just rolled her eyes. She's like, "Oh, great, another one." It's not as if as if football is not enough. You got to be all excited about about hockey so yeah i am i'm fired up i can't wait um sharks are probably not going to be uh very good this year but uh hopefully hopefully if they're not going to be good this year they can be good enough to get the number one overall pick uh instead of messing that all up last year and and having they they just had too many overtime games last year they didn't they didn't win a lot but Man, they they got more one point one points on the the overtime losses than I think anybody did, and that and ultimately it cost them. Right? You gotta if you're going for the number one pick, you're going for Bedard. You needed to lose, not uh, lose in overtime. So let's get into the rankings here. 
See what see what things changed, who moved, who didn't move. Uh, we'll start at the ever awful tight end position. Um, your your top twelve uh, is highlighted by your number twelve guy with thirty whole points. Thirty points. That is uh, less than half of the number twelve running back. That is way less than half of the number twelve wide receiver, and by a mile less than half of the top of the number 12 quarterback. Um, but that's the position. That's it. That's that's what we have to deal with from week to week in the tight end position. Uh, just heard heard a guy, uh, Jeff Ratcliffe, on the um, on the drive-in this morning on Sirius XM was talking about, uh, you know, some, some leagues are just kind of going away from the tight end. It's certainly something to think about. You can, in... At least in the sleeper platform, I know you can designate that position as a. You could do a tight tight end slash wide receiver. So so you'd still be able to play the tight end, but you wouldn't be forced into it. Uh, so you could you could choose a tight end or you could uh, take a wide receiver. And and if we were to look at this, if we were to dig all the way down, and eventually I'll I'll get a little deeper into the rankings, a little a little farther than the top 12 and we'll maybe get to the top 36 you know those wide receiver ones twos and threes and i bet there are some wide receiver threes that are on stuck on people's benches that could be slid into that tight end position and tight end slash wide receiver position and you know you could actually get some points consistent points out of it but we'll start at number 12 darren waller is at 30 points he has just been he has been Mr. Consistent, right? He gets three catches for 35 yards every week, no matter what. And that's what you get out of him. And what that amounts to is a wide receiver 12, a, a top 12 wide receiver, right? So uh, that that is in a 12-team league. He is someone's, wide, uh, someone's tight end, and he is uh, in the top 12. Jonu Smith actually jumps over him talk about talk about a kick in the nuts right Kyle Pitts owners for the uh, Falcons yeah now Johnny Smith has moved into the top 12 33 points Zach Ertz number 10 at 34 Tyler Higby holding steady at 9 at 36 points Jake Ferguson he's been involved in Dallas uh, 38 points he's at number 8 Travis Kelsey not a lot of movement here. He had he had a good week. He was fine, six for sixty-ish, somewhere in there, I think. Again, and just he didn't get in the end zone this time, so that, you know, that's the difference, right? But he's all the way up to forty-five points now. He's he's climbing. It's not going to be long. I'm telling you guys, enjoy your time at the top because Kelsey is on his way. It's just a matter of time before he gets there. He's at number seven, forty-five points. Hunter Henry. Dropping a little, number six at 47. Uh, Mike or Mark Andrews, big game. One one big game. I believe Andrews was 12 last week, and he went all the way up to five uh, with one game with two touchdowns. Uh, he's at 48 points. Evan Ingram, Mr. Steady. He's steady in a different way than Waller. He's double what Waller does, right? So Waller gets three for 30. Ingram gets six for 60. Uh, I don't know that he's made it into the end zone yet. 
Cole Komet did get in the end zone two times this week. Moves him all the way up to number three uh, at 49 points. T.J. Hawkinson drops out of the top spot. He's at 55 points at number two, and there it is. Kahuna, this one's for you, buddy. And a nice $150 of fab spent by Jay to the bro. Sam Laporta. Sam Stinkin' Laporta is your number one tight end for the Detroit Lions. And he didn't even do anything special this week. He was four for 50. 56 points. Sam LaPorta is your number one tight end. And there you have it. Let's move to the running back position. James Cook coming in at number 12. Pretty involved in a pretty good offense. Uh, He's surprising me. I didn't have him this high going into the season. Just didn't think he was going to get the workload. But he is. Uh, he's at number 12, 63 points. David Montgomery on the back of a huge performance last Thursday. He's at number 11, 65 points. That's even missing a, a game. Uh, Derek Henry also jumping up here after a monster game from him. He's at 66 points at number 10. Isaiah Pacheco, uh, a big, big game for him. He's at 67 points. He's at number 9. DeAndre Swift. And Tony Pollard in a virtual tie. Swift uh, at 71 at number 8. And Pollard at 71 at number 7. Kenneth Walker going into his bye week. So he'll drop a little bit this week. But he was number 6. He is number 6 at 74 points. B. John Robinson, Mr. Consistent there too. Not getting in the end zone too much because Atlanta's not getting into the end zone too much. But he's at number 5 at 80 points. Kyron Williams. 100 yards this week, two touchdowns. He's at number four at 87 points. Raheem Mostert drops a little bit, a little bit. He didn't uh, He didn't do a whole lot this week. He had a couple fumbles. I think he lost one and retained one, but he's at 98 points at number three. Devin Achan at number two at 99 points after another Another big week. He, he got two touchdowns. Actually, I think he had over 100 yards, too, on eight carries. Eight carries. Jeff Wilson close to coming back, so we'll see how that affects the Miami backfield, uh, if at all. Uh, I feel like Achan is uh, taking things over here. Not really, though. He had 12 touches. 12 touches. So, you know, if he can do that with 12 touches, that's what they will do. And, of course, your number one running back. Uh, not a surprise here. And this is, he's starting to open things up here a little bit. C-Mac, Christian McCaffrey at 139 points. So he now has a 40-point lead over number two. This is starting to turn in what turn into what uh, Cooper Cup did to the field uh, a couple years ago when he just, he just went away and hid, uh, ended up winning the position by over 100 points. So... Uh, if Christian McCaffrey keeps on this pace, uh, I could see that. Tough matchup, though. Thursday, no, Thursday? No, Sunday. Monday. Not Thursday. God, it's not Thursday night. Man, commanders and bears. Oof, they're going to do that to us. Uh, yeah, not good. But uh, but it's either Sunday night or Monday. Uh, I think it's Sunday night that we get the 49ers and the Cowboys. So that That one should be fantastic see what McCaffrey can do against the Cowboys defense 
And the wide receiver position. We move to the wide receivers. We've got Devontae Smith at 71 points. He is number 12. Adam Thielen, still the old man, still hanging in there, 33 years old. He's number 11, 75 points. Mike Evans uh, going into a bye week. He's at number 10 at 77, so he'll probably drop a little bit here depending on 13 and 14 and 15 and how close they are. Uh, to these numbers he's nursing a little bit of a hamstring injury too so hopefully he can get rested up ready to go uh, after the bye week and be ready to go uh, back on the field Amon Ross St. Brown is number nine at 80 points Devontae Adams big jump here from the kind of that bottom tier of the top tier right the 9 10 11 12 or 80 77 75 71 and then jump Devontae Adams to 96 and kind of a Mid-tier here, the 8, 7, and 6. A.J. Brown is also 96, and Nico Collins on the back of a great performance there. He's been on, off, on, off, uh, trading off with Tank Dell. So I would assume it's a Tank Dell week this week. Uh, But they are hitting that middle range there, 96, 96, 97 total points. And then you jump into the Upper, the upper tier of the upper tier. Uh, yeah, that's right, because they're the top five. Puka is at 111 at number five. Stefan Diggs at number four at 114. Uh, Tyreek is number three at 119, and it's starting to it's starting to shift here. Justin Jefferson, <laughs> he's right on the precipice. He's at 122 points. He's at number two, and he's only two points behind the number one wide receiver, Keenan Allen who is at 124 and going into the bye week. So uh, there will be a new number one next week without a doubt because, uh, you know, Keenan's not playing. Nothing you can do when you're not playing. You're not getting any points during that time. Number 12 at the quarterback position is Jared Goff at 87. Brock Purdy uh, moving into the top 12 there at number 11. He's at 88 points. And then we jump up a little bit. Lamar Jackson on the uh, back of a very strong week. He's number 10 at 99. Mahomes is uh, number 9 at 101. Pretty much tied with uh, Jordan Love at 101, who is at number 8. C.J. Stroud, yeah, the rookie, the rookie phenom. He's up to number 7 at 105 points, tied with Jalen Hurts pretty much, uh, who's number 6. Russell Wilson at number 5, 114 points. Josh Allen is sitting at four at 118 points, just one point behind Tua Tonga-Vailoa, who is at number three, 119. Justin Herbert and Kirk Cousins in a virtual tie at the top. So Cousins is able to hold on to that top spot somehow, some way, uh, without having a good game. Imagine that, though. He's had three really good games, three losses, and he had one mediocre game stat wise but they get the win right so what do you want vikings fans do you want your guy to be the number one fantasy quarterback or do you want your team to win it appears that in order to win cousins needs to be mediocre and not terrific and that ladies and gentlemen is your week four your week four roundup and the rankings tomorrow tomorrow we will maybe be wrapping up some of these baseball series uh we'll see if any any 
of the losing teams, the Rays, the Jays, the Brewers, or the Marlins, can push their series to a an all-important third game, or if we will, we will, if some of them will be riding off into the sunset and uh, uh, heading for the golf course. I don't know. We'll talk about that tomorrow. We'll also talk about who paid what in the guillotine leagues, and then it will be time to, uh, unfortunately, be time to give you a preview of this amazing Washington Commanders versus the Chicago Bears Thursday night football game. And we will uh, then also preview all of the Sunday morning games, uh, minus four teams that are on by this week. Uh, I believe it's, it's the Chargers, I know for sure. It's the Seahawks, the Browns. Oh, and there's one more team in there. Come on. I should have this stuff memorized before. You know what would be even better is if I had this stuff written down before I took to the air. But that's all right. It's it's one other team. Uh, it, it, I'm sure it's a it's an important one, one that caused me to have to drop or pick up somebody in in some league. Um, yeah. So really, really quickly, just to give you know, because there's family on here too uh, that listens. That makes up about two thirds of my audience. Uh, water polo went okay last night. Mountain View, Mountain View's got it's one of those deals where you got the the team that has two really good players, right? So what can you do against two really good players? If you can find a way to shut those two down, then you can be competitive and and make game of it. If you cannot, uh, it can get out of hand a little bit. So first quarter. First quarter, for those of you uh, water polo novices out there, four quarters, play four quarters, seven-minute quarters. And uh, first quarter, um, an all-out scrum. They were both teams were battling it out. Uh, the Ben Lava Bears were, were, uh, were very competitive staying in it, and it was, they, were, they were actually behind one to zero, one to zero after the first quarter. And there was optimism. We were we were excited, and then you know th- this happens, right? You're talking about a sport where you're uh, you know treading water for an hour, and most of the time treading that water for an hour with somebody uh, trying to um, drown you, <laughs> to put it to put it mildly, right? So uh, the youngsters they they get tired, they get tired, and. They held in there really, really well for the first quarter, one, one nothing, and then a few cracks started to form in the second period. Gave up a few more goals. Don't I? They might have scored one in the second quarter. Might have gotten on the board. Um, started to feel a little less competitive. Uh, the the other team, Mountain View, with with their two uh, studs, they were able to. Uh, out strategize they in the, in the first quarter they the the lava bears had a pretty good plan for uh for containing the two and then um in the second quarter and beyond mountain view made the adjustments got uh they were able to get their two two players into into more open water and give them better looks at the goal and and they capitalized so and i think it ended up 17 to 4 somewhere in there um, 
which was, you know, in, in a way better than maybe we thought it, it could be because uh, we had our worries about this one. But um, just just not enough scoring opportunities. So it, it was fun, though. The kids, kids played well. The girls, uh, an even more competitive match. I believe they, uh, the girls lost 11 to 8, somewhere in there. Um, yeah, so it was fun. Fun night of water polo. Uh, we got another one tomorrow. Uh, here here in Redmond. I have a short, short drive to this one um, after work. So we'll see if they can take out the Ridgeview Ravens uh, and get their uh, get their first win of the season. All right, that's it. We are, uh, yeah, only uh, about a half an hour from waivers clearing, wh- whatever that means. There's not. I mean, there'll be a little more activity probably in MSD than there will be in Insane and KFL just because uh, MSD you've got IDP you got more more guys available, more guys moving around um, than the um, than the straight straight regular dynasties with uh, insane and KFL. Just not just not a lot of guys out there uh, that really mean anything. In, in fact, I feel like there was maybe maybe one guy picked up in each league uh, on waiver day. You get guys throughout the week here and there, but. Uh, the only, when you go to the waiver list on Insane, it's pretty funny because the first ten guys listed are kickers. So that and then because there's not a lot of teams now. Now that you've been given the option, yeah, um, a lot of teams not even carrying a kicker. So pretty much everybody out there. And you know, at this point, the most points that are being scored uh, by any free agent would be at the kicker position. So, good luck. Hey, you should play a kicker. Uh who whoever I'm playing this week. Oh, Daddio. It's the Daddio this week. I believe he played a kicker uh a couple weeks ago and I invite you, Daddio, to uh to throw a kicker out there against me this week. See how it goes. Because so far it has been an epic failure. We've had 4 weeks and we've had 5 kickers started. 5 kickers total. Total in the 4 weeks. So, um, it's not a thing. Not a thing. It's not going to be a thing much longer. We'll we'll roll through this season, but it's going away. Kicker finally is going to go away. All right, get out of here. Get on it with your hump day. Let's get over the top. Get down the other side, and we'll see you tomorrow here on the Fantasy Blink. I am the Commission, and I am out of here.